Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our podcast, Dirty Secrets of Small Business. My name is Jack Mancini, and I'm here with my long-standing business partner, Adam Sunhalter. We're business coaches by day and by night. That's a good question, isn't it, Adam? We should explore that by night one of these days. <laughs> but we, we coach companies, the owners of companies of small businesses defined as $2 million or under in revenue. And chances are they're in a state of uh, somewhat confusion. Maybe not confusion. Yeah, confusion is uh, probably one, one adjective that goes in there. Is that an adjective or is that a, a, a verb? Well, Who knows? Adjective. It's a good describing uh, word. Adjective. But yeah, they, they don't understand business. And here they are running a business with bank debt and other stuff to, to start their business off. And they've hit walls and they can't quite work them through themselves. Uh, that's what we do. We help those business owners make sense of what they're what they're into and how to get out of it. We've had great success. Adam and I have been doing this together for over 20 years. So there aren't too many small business situations we haven't seen experienced, either personally, since after a big corporate career for both of us, we've been uh, dealing in the small business world all this time and continue to. We love it. We love to help people. Uh, you know, when they're when they're having trouble and we get those ah moments when, when they uh, come around and see it. It's just, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's probably the best job in the world. Uh, a lot of coaches out there now too. So you got to watch what you're doing, but we have good, uh, uh, good results from a company called maximum value partners. That's our coaching company. And that's also the owner of dirty secrets of small business. So what we do, we take our experiences that we, we uh, incur in our, coaching activity under MVP. And we we take those situations and put them into a podcast. And usually there are issues that are going on right now currently with our clients. And we, we know it's real that way. Not only do we know it because we've been in this for so long and have great experience, but we know. And so we can put a program together to get you dug out of the hole if you're a small businessman who, who just doesn't know how to do it. So with that, we we take those we take those daily experiences and as I say, put them into a podcast. And that's what we do on Wednesday morning. Usually it's Wednesday morning. Today it's Tuesday morning. But uh, usually it's Wednesday morning when we we make our podcasts, and the next day they're up in line for you to hear. So what we're going to do today is talk about siblings. And Adam's going to talk about siblings. And I'll bust in there a couple of times here. But we have uh, a situation where we have two two clients, two, three or two or three clients going on right now or close to now that uh, involve siblings. And they have to part for whatever reasons. And how do you go about doing that? How do you bring up the subject, and how do you how do you separate amicably? That's what you'd like to do. So, Adam, what do you think? <laughs> yes, do you Jack. think do you? Yes, 
How do I tell my brother I can't work with him anymore? Holy crap. That's a tough one. That's it. Yeah, this is... Because uh, he's your brother. That's, a, that's right. A, that's why it's so hard. It's hard anyway, but, you know, you, you, a brother is obviously uh, uh, more involved than the guy off the street. And it can be very tough, very awkward, very difficult, can have all courts as it could launch family problems. And it uh, could also be something that works out well for both of them. You go many different ways. Very true. So, Adam, why don't you talk about that? Why don't you let us know what, it, what it's like and how to do that, how to get rid of your brother. Wow, that's a big step. I don't have a brother, so I don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that? That's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, welcome to this episode 365. And we've touched on a version of this issue. Again, one of the themes we talk about is family business and transitions. And we've gotten involved in a lot of those over the years. And so while our working title is, how do I tell my brother I can't work with him anymore? As you so aptly put it, Jack, this is more related to siblings. And, you know, it's it's something I think we, we've all experienced. So, you know, if, if we step back for a second from, from an audience standpoint here and you think about work and chances are over the years, you've probably maybe you've had a, a situation where you just don't like going to work anymore. And it's because of the people or maybe it's because of a certain person that you work with. Yeah, you know, maybe there's a little bit of tension between you and some colleague, and you just you just can't get along on a regular basis. You know, maybe you disagree on some big picture stuff in terms of the, of the direction of the company. Um, maybe it's just a bunch of little things. You don't like how they do little things. It's it's some of these little little annoyances. You know, and so that happens. I think that happens to all of us. You know, if you look back on our work experience, we've, we've all experienced some version of that. But I guess to your point, Jack, you know, what do you what do you do when this person's related to you? And and more specifically, again, if it's a sibling like this, and if it's getting to the point where you really just don't feel like you can work with the person anymore, then what do you do about this? You know, how, how do you how do you handle it? You know, so as we talk about, you know, we deal with a lot of family businesses, and one of the beauties of a family business, and the reason why they're so popular, and the reason why some of the first hires are often folks who are related, well, it's the person that you have a relationship with. Usually it's probably mostly positive, but you know you have a relationship with that person. You kind of know them, you know them pretty well, and so that's a very nice benefit. It could, it can also be one of the challenges, though, Jack. You kind of know them well, and you you also spend time together outside of work, just naturally. You know, you know whether you're a tight knit family or not. You know, if you've got siblings, or there's often things going on, family events, there's holidays, there's things that happen that you you see each other, and. You can be a great fit, maybe outside of work. Hey, you're, you know, maybe you and your sister get along really well outside of work. You have a lot of things in common. But all of a sudden, you you, you go into the office, you go you go into the shop, and all of a sudden, what happens is it's bumping of heads, oil and water. You can't agree. There's there's almost instant tension of things that are kind of going on. As you might imagine, that tension starts to happen. And we can mask stuff or hide stuff for a little bit, but it's going to come out. I mean, keep in mind, you're, if you're at work, you're working 30, 40, 50 hours, maybe 60, 80 hours a week, right? So you're, you're around each other a lot. Things come out. You have a lot of history together. Talk about siblings. Probably a lot of hurt feelings going back in the day. You have all this, all this stuff that's there. And... 
if there's multiple siblings that are part of the business, well, you know, likely there's been a, a pecking order that's been established over the years. Maybe it goes from oldest to youngest, right? The oldest kind of leads the way. Maybe it's the youngest. Maybe it's that it's the baby of the family. You know, that's the one who's always been accused of being the favorite, always getting their way. That's the case in the business too, right? That doesn't apply to you, does it? <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's there's a lot of opportunities in terms of uh, you know where things can where things can happen, yeah, you know, where things can maybe maybe go well, maybe not go so well. Um, and those those dynamics again, they can really start to be exposed in a different way. If mom and dad aren't around too, you know, we, we see this a lot, Jack, where you've got the family business, you've got mom and dad still running it. You've got, you know, one or multiple kids who are part of the business. And again, as parents and the owners of the company, they kind of know how to deal with unruly kids or, or employees who aren't getting along. And so they'll, they'll handle things a certain way. And again, things can often get masked or quelled or pushed, you know, pushed away. But when mom or dad step away, Jack, that's when things really start to, get a light shine or shown onto them in terms of what's kind of going on. And so those dynamics, like I said, the goods and the bads, once mom and dad are gone, here are the siblings left to run things. Yeah. You find yourself in a situation. Hey, what do I do about this? And one of the most important things we ask pe people to kind of keep in mind and step back for a second. The sibling is your sibling. They're always going to be your sibling. No matter what, you know, you, you don't have the, you don't have the ability to just kind of step away and not see this person again. They're going to be in your life somehow, some way. And we usually start there to kind of cleanse the palate a little bit in terms of just, you know, understanding that's the situation. We also like to ask one other question, Jack, in these kind of situations where things get a little hot and heavy, get a little emotional. And we ask a very simple question. What's best for the organization what's best for the organization not what's best for johnny or betty or whoever but what's best for the organization and if we ask that question the potential solutions often appear pretty quickly now in a case like this unfortunately it means somebody's probably going to be leaving the organization to explore <laughs> new opportunities jack Again, if things have been built up for a while, and, and and again, mom and dad have been hiding some of the some of the uh, the fights, well, those things are going to start to kind of creep out. And so, what happens is the, the siblings got to got to sit down, <coughs> got to talk about this stuff. You know, we, you know, we've we've seen situations, Jack, where on one extreme, you got siblings almost kind of shunning each other during the day. I mean, literally walk by each other in the hallways. You can cut the tension with a knife. Now, that's one extreme versus the other extreme. Isn't that, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? <clears throat> and it was funny when we saw them walk by and not not say anything to each other. It uh, it's it, it's it's strange. It's strange to see that, but it happens more often than you think. Well, that's <laughs> that's one extreme, and I don't know if it's better or worse. Um, you know, it's certainly functioning. Or it's dysfunctional in a functional way. Who knows? But it's you know it, it could certainly work versus the opposite end of the spectrum. You got folks yelling at each other, vein popping, 
almost getting ready to kind of literally knock down, drag out. We're going to be wrestling around and, you know, punching each other because that's what siblings, have, that's what we've been doing since we were five years old, Jack, right? One of those kind of things. And eventually, it, it, you know, it eventually leads to that, even though, even though we're, we're grown adults in our 40s or 50s, the, those emotions run deep. The, the, the interactions we have kind of run deep. And so a lot of times you'll, you'll get that. You know, you, you'll get almost kind of, again, that, that vein popping, yelling at each other, the top of your lungs. And maybe most of it's done outside of the business where somebody else is not around. But again, it's going to happen. Somebody's going to come in. People are going to hear stuff. Those walls have ears, so to speak, Jack, right? Or, or they certainly aren't very... They sure do. They certainly aren't very thick to be able to... Uh, or they certainly aren't soundproof. <clears throat> so you can be you know, in one of those two extremes, or it could be somewhere in between there. And we've seen we've seen them all, you know? And so what will happen is we got to... And we'll often get involved. That's why, again, we've seen a lot. Because, again, we get involved in those situations where something's going on. And so what we'll often do is we'll often suggest these sit-downs to kind of talk about it and, and to try to work work through things, you know? And if you sit down and, and you can either agree that there's ways we can change to make things better, or we agree that we can't make enough changes to make things work better unless somebody's got to leave. It becomes, it becomes pretty clear, right? Because... Like any situation, Jack, where things aren't going well, we got to agree that, hey, you know what? The worst thing to do is to stay here. We can't stay where we are. We can't keep running things the way things are running. So we got to make some changes. So and it's like any kind of relationship or partnership. If all of a sudden you've got one person feeling like they're always one making the changes or, you know, where it's not feeling equal. Like, again, that's why it becomes difficult to make changes. Plus, the changes, Jack, as we know, and this is something you always talk about, you aren't a real big fan of reclamation projects. So right. we have some grown adults who also have... For, a good, re for good reason, Adam. Right, I would say. We have grown adults who also have a history together as siblings. It's hard to change stuff. You have a certain rhythm of doing things a certain way. And to go try to go through and retrain is very, very difficult. And we're talking about a small business here too. It's so it's often hard in a small business, Jack, just to find a a different silo that we can each kind of go into, or we don't have to interact with each other. You know, a small business there isn't enough room for that. We have to interact with each other. You know, things have to kind of be kind of getting along. So, our experience has shown it's it's often very difficult to kind of bridge that gap, and bring people together and and. You know, one or both have this epiphany because again, it's like any relationship; it takes two to tango here, right? So it's not just one person who's doing things wrong. There's there's that combination, and so chances are pretty high that it's going to result in one person probably leaving. That's probably what's best for the organization. Come back to that question: what's best for the organization is not to have the whether it be the knockdown, drag out fights, or the shunning, or somewhere in between, because that's not. It's not what's best for the organization. It becomes now focused more on the individuals. A and, lot of a lot of emotion has to be tempered and worked through and gotten out of the the situation if if it calls for that. I mean, if it you know if, if all of a sudden you you can't talk to your sibling, and now we're going to try to have a family uh, forecast here and passing of the baton and. It, it, how's, how's that going to work? 
And usually that's why a coach would come in and, and uh, you know, kind of work it through so that you can get a good transfer of, I guess, power in the organization. One, one, if it's two sons or a son and daughter, it makes no difference. One sibling will, will be anointed. And that's when issues happen even more so, depending on. But it can be nice and smooth, too. So, but you got to be aware. You got to be aware going in what to expect. You can't just wildly go in and, you know, dictate and expect everything to be coming out very nicely. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, and and by no means does this happen in the majority of situations, right? This, you know, the majority of time, yeah, the siblings find a way to kind of get along, and and for the most part, things are okay. But there are a number of situations. Maybe it's one out of ten. Maybe it's one out of five, right? Where you know we're seeing that this happens, and if it's not addressed, and yeah, we're big fans of being a little more direct about having just having a conversation to talk about it. Look at what's kind of going on again, looking at the organization as a whole. But sometimes it, it doesn't happen very directly. Sometimes it's maybe a little more subtle, a little more maybe passive aggressive to use that term, Jack. You know, maybe the it m- might sound a little something like this. Hey, you know, I can't take this place anymore, Jack. Yeah, you know, maybe I should just quit and find something else to do. And here I am, one of the siblings, and I'm expressing that frustration, not just to you my brother or sister, but there's also other people who, who are in the room hearing this, right? Well, think about how that message is heard by an employee. I got one of the one of the family members here talking about, hey, tapping out. What's that all about, you know? And if that happens, it starts to raise questions for people. Hey, what's going on? You know, maybe I sense things weren't all hunky-dory, Jack, but I didn't really know it was at this point where somebody's threatening just to just to walk away. Well, we take those kind of things very seriously because, unfortunately, one of the things you gave up when you decided to, to own and run a company is to whine and complain and to, and to, and to, and to try to tap out. Like, you just don't, this is not one of the options. You know, your job is to figure out what needs to get done and what the solutions might be. And if one of the solutions or potential solutions might be you leaving, okay, you got to consider that. And you, you know, it should be talked about, but it shouldn't be brought up in that, again, kind of a nonchalant, almost kind of throwing it out there to see what happens. If that starts to happen again, it can do a lot of damage to the, to, to the organization, to the folks who are there especially some of your best people wonder what's going on. So in cases like that, where, you know, um, you know, somebody's kind of threatening to quit, you know, again, come back to that vein popping things. You know, what do they say? Often we say things when our veins are popping, Jack, that we wish we hadn't said. Oh my God. Yes. Hate to count. Hate to count the times. And and once it's out there, you can't you can't put it back in. And it's one thing if it's just you and I alone, but if it's not just you and I alone and other people hearing it, okay, well things kind of get out there. And so you know one of the one of the ways to handle this is hey if if I've got a sibling who's threatening to quit, well maybe I take him up on that. Hey, why don't you tender your resignation, Jack? That surprises everybody, doesn't it? Right. <clears throat> 
you know, and you, you, you force, you force things to start to happen. And, you know, again, it's, it's often a cry for help. And, you know, let's, let's step way back here for a second. You know, one of the, the things that folks on the outside will often look at, you know, again, you often look at situations that, that are different than yours. And so if you didn't grow up in a family business, you may look at somebody who did and say, gee, I wish I was him or her. How great would that be to be, you know, to grow up in a family business and then start to kind of take it over? What a, you know, what a great opportunity that is, you know? Well, that's true. You know, it's certainly an opportunity that, that not, not everybody has, but there's also a lot of untold pressure. Things that, again, were said or unsaid. It becomes your birthright. Well, hey, you know, you're the oldest sibling, Jack. You know, you got to take over the company, right? Or all the kids have to work in the business. That's part of why we started the business. It's like, well, wait a minute. I was five when you started the company. I, you, know, what, you, know, you know, so you set my life in, in, you know, so how do you, but I don't want to sound like I'm an ungrateful kid here. Okay. You know, so as with most things, Jack, it's not necessarily very black and white that way. There, There's different situations. And depending on what that, siblings experience has been and we see that we've seen this it doesn't happen as much anymore but it still does happen where that sibling the only work they've ever done is for the family business so they don't know what it's like to not work for or work with family that can be tremendously scary all of a sudden you know i'm a I'm a 40 year old man. I've, I've never worked anywhere other than, than my family business, Jack. You, you know, what's it like out there? Can I? Can the jungle I, out there, there, Adam. Right. It's a right. jungle out there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's bad here working with my sister because she's a pain, in the, you know, a pain in the butt. But it really, it's it's you know a piece of cake compared to what I have to deal with in the corporate world or or, or somewhere else. Right? Just 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 not knowing. So there's that there's that fear of the unknown. So you know just. Getting through and trying to figure out, okay, what's best for the organization? What you know, what does it need? <clears throat> I think to your point, where, where this often comes up is, well, who's in charge? Who's in charge of the business? Is it the oldest sibling? Because that's how it's always been. Is it the baby? That's how it's always been. So, you know, whatever it might be, how do you how do you decide who who's in charge? And can you operate that way? Versus, you've always dreamed that it was going to be your company since you were five years old. It's something you, you've thought about. Again, there's, <coughs> as we dealt with the situations, there's, there's, there's a lot of similarities, but they all have their own uniqueness too. And it can be, it can be a challenge. And, and like I said, we try to keep all those things in mind. We try to keep in mind that again, we're talking about siblings. They're always going to be your sibling. You got, hopefully you have a long life ahead of you and things change. Things change over time. So keep that in mind. <laughs> And between that and what's best for the organization, if you keep those couple things in mind as a framework, we can often find, again, those solutions start to kind of come out. And while our preference, and I think probably the preference of most of the siblings is to try to find a way to work it out. And it can be done. You know, we sure see, it can. Yeah, we see yeah. people run things well, Jack. They, <clears throat> they put their, 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 their personal stuff at the door when they walk in every day. I understand even though I'm the oldest sibling, you're the boss, I'm going to listen to you. I'll come to you with, with issues on the side. Again, there's ways to handle this stuff. And, you know, but it's it's not unusual. 
So if you're in that situation where you're feeling that pressure, whether they're spoken or unspoken words of, hey, well, you, you know, you got to stay with the family business, Jack. It's just, that's how it is. It's unspoken pressure. Or what could you be thinking? Yeah, you know, why would you want to leave? Look, 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 look what we built for you, right? All, all these things that, that again, I didn't ask for this, Jack. It just, it just, okay, well, a lot of stuff we haven't asked in this life. That's right? right. You know, so you can focus on the negativity, or you can focus on the opportunity here. You know, and so, um, but it's again, it's something that we wanted to bring up because again, our our show's called Dirty Secrets of Small Business. This is one of those kind of dirty <laughs> secrets that I think people don't necessarily talk as much about or know that it's, you know, it's a, it's a common challenge, especially when you have multiple siblings. You know, so, you know, siblings are great, but not all siblings can work well together. And so it often takes at least one to recognize that. And so, you know, a lot of times, you know, these things get avoided because the siblings decide not to work together. But too often that doesn't happen, and all of a sudden you get you get in. And once you're in, you're kind of in, Jack. You know, it, it becomes hard to then kind of find your way back out. If the decision was made right the first place, then it should go smooth. But you don't know. You, you really don't know until you get into it. Right. Like most things. And I guess chances are too. It's it's depending on how much of a poker face you have. And people usually know. You know, this isn't usually a, a surprise, I guess. It's a question of just, again, who's going who's gonna to bring it up first? Somebody's got to bring it up. Somebody and, does. Yeah. You know, given the family, somebody in there will uh, be able to start it out. Well, and then, think, then, then the fun begins. <laughs> well, I think to your point, Jack, that's where we often get involved. As a coach, as a facilitator, to you know, to help people kind of talk through this stuff, and we we work a lot with the the siblings together as well as individually to help role play the stuff to make sure it comes out right. Because again, it's it's key. It's key that it comes out right, and it doesn't always come out right just because you're thinking about it. And the first time you sort of say it, <laughs> those six inches from your brain to your mouth, often things get get messed up along the way. <laughs> So and it takes a while to settle into, you know, for the, for the parting uh, sibling, it, it has a uh, altogether, you know, different, different feel than the one who's going to stay because that's chances are we're, we're talking ages where most of their time has not been spent working. Most of their time has been, been spent getting older and, and in a young way. And so, yeah, it, it takes a while. They get into another routine. It's a change factor that brings the unknown into play. And that's what causes the, the, uh, the uncomfortableness and the emotions. And they, they got to start anew somewhere. The one, the, the one who's departing, they both do, but the one who's departing has the bigger burden. Sure. Well, yeah, your point, you have to transition because, again, people are doing stuff, so that person just can't drop the microphone and walk out. I mean, I guess they can, but, you know, that's not what's best for the organization. So you transition stuff over. You look at people, too. Um, you know, the, the team. The team has their favorite to a certain extent, right? They're hoping that one of the siblings wins out versus the other. So what does that mean? Well, then you might lose some people, too. 
depending who's who's the one who stays versus the one who goes. So you know, after you get beyond what you and your sibling are going to do, yeah, again, come back to that. that that's why the question of what's best for the organization is helpful because you're thinking about how is this presented and talked about internally first. Sure, talk to your you know talk to your employees. What what also is being talked about to your to your customers? What do they know about? Other vendors you've got, your banks, you know, and just you know, you want to be have that story down. Yeah, here's what we're doing, and you know, you don't want to give people any any more reason to be nervous than the, you know than, than, than they need to be. So here here's here's what's happening. Here's what we're planning to do. Here's how we're transitioning it, and and also it can be viewed as a very nice opportunity. You know, one of the the, the the challenges you hear in a small family business, Jack, it's like, okay, well, now what? I'm not a family member, so where, you know, so, so where do I go? How do I progress in my career? Well, hey, if one of the family members is all of a sudden <laughs> leaving the business, there's probably some opportunity there for you, you know. And so again, it's all depends on how you approach stuff, and like any change. There can be some positives and maybe some negatives to it, but again, you can focus on some of those positives. Here's what here's what's going to do. And what what we often find to be the case is, once this decision gets made, like many things, you start to realize how much time and effort it was taking from either one or both of the parties, and how it was impacting not only them but obviously impacting the business. And once they're free from that burden of wondering what we're going to do next and how we're going to have this kind of conversation. Okay. You can then move forward, start to execute stuff. And it's often the case where we see that each of these individuals starts to thrive and do better when they're separate, whether it be their new career or the company itself starts to do better. Because again, a lot of that, whether it be spoken or unspoken nonsense is now gone. It's just gone. Oh, they're focused on it. There's a little time involved and, you know, they're good, they're productive, they're smart. <clears throat> so they'll, they'll land on their feet. If, you know, if it's done right, if you're cooperating, great things happen. If you don't, non-great things happen, for sure. Right. <clears throat> so yeah. firing, firing your brother. So what, what's, the, what's the deal on that? <laughs> well, again, so I'm saying it's coming back to the discussion we've been having today. It's in terms of being able to kind of talk about it and be able to bring it up and and to, to realize, you know, what's the plan? Is the plan that I'm going to tell my brother he's got to, you know, he's got to go away, or I bring it to the table? So like, I can't work with you anymore. Doesn't work. It's not working for me. I can go. You can go. You know, but somebody's got to go. We can't both stay here. You got to have that kind of a discussion. Yep. You know, and if if all of a sudden, you know, you feel like you're you're off on your own, it's not resonating. Okay, well, guess what? Maybe it's you that's got to leave. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Yeah. You know, that's back that, to that. that's that's the key. Yes, it's okay. You got to say that. So, so so maybe you're firing yourself, Jack, instead of firing your your brother or sister. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> And you have a plan to, to adjust, you know, but it's, it's at the very least, if you kind of put that out there, if your sibling's not even thinking about the possibility of you leaving Jack and you throw it out there, all of a sudden their, their mind's working in a little different way. And by no means are we saying that's the, that's the answer all the time. You know, we, you know, we wanted to bring this up because again, we know it's a, 
a common challenge, especially for siblings, to be able to find ways to work together. And if you've been kind of battling it for, usually this goes on for years. It doesn't just happen <laughs> one morning, they wake up, and that's it. It's been a thought that's been there. And and, and like I said, it's it, it might be a bunch of little things. You know, again, it's, it's no different than some other employee who might be annoying you. you know, it might not be any big things, but it's, it's a bunch of little things that when taken together as a whole, it's a big thing. So it's it's trying to figure out, again, keeping in mind your siblings for life and trying to do what's best for the organization. Those two frameworks help to make this decision, make it a little clearer. And usually get to get to a pretty good result. Yeah, I, I I think you're right on the money with that, Adam. That's what it takes. Yeah, to do it a, well. Once in a while, you can get the parents involved. But the parents again, the parents usually are kind of done at that point. Like, hey, this is your problem to figure out, right? We kind of kept it. We kind of kept it going while you while we're all together. But now, it's on you guys to figure it out. You know, that's part of maybe part of the challenge too. <clears throat> They don't want to pick sides either, you know, because they have not only the siblings that they think about, but they also have the employees. Often the employees were there when they left. So, the, you know, the, the parents have emotional connections to all three, both siblings as well as the, as well as the employees. So they'd like to ever just kind of get along. It's often the case, right? Can't we all just kind of get along? And yeah, we did what we did while you were here. We played nice while you were here, but now... The gloves are off, so to speak, Jack, right? That's right. That's right. <clears throat> so, so okay. yeah, so, 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 so don't go it alone. So if you have kind of one of those trusted advisors, that'd be great. If you don't, you know, again, finding a coach or somebody to kind of help facilitate these discussions, usually, again, they can help make sure things get talked about and heard the right way and can add a lot of input because they've been in situations before like this, most likely. Because, again, if you're experiencing this, you aren't the first. So take comfort. That's a big part of what this podcast is about, too. Everything we talk about in here might seem like you're the only person going through it. You're not. There are answers out there. There are folks who can help. So, all right. All right. All right. So, I'm in. You're in. All right. So, that's our show for today, talking about how do I tell my brother I can't work with him anymore? As we talk about those different siblings. And, if you like what you heard here, this is, like I said, episode 365. We've got 364 other episodes that are just like this one that stand the test of time that are good for small business growth and knowledge and running and operating your business profitably. You can find all those at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. If you go to the site, you'll notice an episodes tab. You click on there, there's a search button. You can search for whatever topic or show you'd like, and it'll feed back to you whatever shows have covered that topic. If you got a question that, that doesn't get answered there, feel free to reach out to us. You can email us, radio at MaximumVP.com, or give us a call, 330-849-0670. Be happy to either answer the question for you directly. We do much like we, we did today. We can put together a show for it, because as we said before, if you have the questions, somebody else probably does as well. They'll be happy that you asked it. If uh, So if you can get, you, you can get it all there, if you prefer using a podcast player, as Jack said, usually we drop a new uh, episode every Thursday morning. You can get us at all the major spot uh, uh, podcast players, Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts. You search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, and 
hit the subscribe button, follow button. You can get every new episode dropped to you every Thursday morning and get all the old, uh, the, the prior episodes there as well. So that's our show for this week. And thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. Good show, Adam. <laughs>